0: Visit patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast and become a patron of the show. Our patrons are special people who are invested in our message as we rescue the art of homemaking from the daily grind. You will receive digital versions of each of our cookbooks and fangirl patrons get special video access to each episode. Thank you so much to our patrons. We can't do it without you. Become a patron at patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. And now let's rock this show. Happy Monday. Welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. We are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. And by we, I mean myself, Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl, and Shay Elliott of the Elliot Homestead.com. We are two friends. If you're new to this gig, we're two friends 2000 miles away. And uh, we we two gardens, two dairy cows, 10 kids between the two of us, two husbands, one each. <laughs> microphones and here we are ready we to do are. this again so this is episode 9 of season 16 which is incredible we do 10 episodes and then we take a nice break for ourselves and our families um we've been at this since since the day covid started ironically so 16 seasons, pretty pretty incredible. And we're so mm-hmm. happy that you're with us. Special thanks to Toops & Co. for sponsoring this season. I want you to visit toopsandco.com or the little red circle that says beauty over on our Instagram page and enjoy 10% off clean, natural, lovely makeup and skincare. They are the official sponsor of this season and we love them. We love Knowing that our teenagers in the house can use their products safely with no hormone disruptors. We love the products ourself. Uh You'll hear me say, if you listen to the show long enough, that I'm quite the skincare snob. And this skincare, though it is natural, lives up to everything I want it to do for my skin, quite frankly. <laughs> I haven't even let you say anything. That was a great
1: intro. You just covered it all. I'll just be here for the giggles, you know? (laughs) You took care of business. I did. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Um, Speaking of two dairy cows, Mm -hmm. I went out to feel my dairy cow this morning. And I shared this over on my Instagram, but there's a ligament that runs along a cow's backside, kind of between her hip and the top, the ridge of her back. And if you run your fingers along it, you can feel this sort of finger thick um, ligament. And right before a cow gives birth, that goes super soft, like jello. To mush. And so I'm out there feeling it and I'm feeling, I can feel it softening, feel it softening. And then I walk out there today and it was just like, boom, gone. And I was like, see, see, it's gonna happen. Maybe I shared this last week, but my dad one time told my sister that she looked like a planet when she was pregnant. She had Mm. this purple dress on. (laughs) He said, you look like a planet. That's what Cece's utter looks like right now. It looks like a planet. And I'm so excited to be back in milk. I just, I'm so excited. And I got to tell you, the frugal, like, budgety part of me is just so excited to be able to put my hand to homemade dairy products again because Uh, yeah we just had this conversation
0: (laughs) Amelie and i i'm like i'm gonna bathe in it i'm gonna make all the butter all the yogurt all the gelato yep everything can't wait i might just eat meat and drink raw milk for the rest (laughs) of the summer maybe it's true things out of the garden i can't wait cream
1: cheese creme fraiche yogurt ricotta
0: Mhm. Um there's a lot I'm kind going of a geek about homemade ricotta. I love it. I love oh, it with yeah. like big chunks of salt and a granny smith apple and like my really my old thick balsamic vinegar that I'm obsessed yeah. with. Like yeah. A snack. Yeah. Yeah. So, um friends, Shay and I have matchy-matchy cow dates. So, mm-hmm. when is she officially
1: due? Do you have an official due date? She's officially due like today based on okay. the farm that she was at. The okay. farmer there texted me and was like think today's your day so based on that it's okay i actually think it's the seventh somewhere between today and the seventh so yeah um mm-hmm. hers uh ferns is the ninth oh she's real close her udder looks like it's going to explode yeah cc lays down yeah. and the teeth just point straight out <laughs> like gravity can't you have no control here <laughs> right <laughs> can't wait i'm so excited this is gonna be cc's fifth calf oh, and wow. i mean she's just my special girlfriend i mean we picked her up from my friend ashley in montana mm-hmm. she was a heifer i think she was like gosh eight months old when we got her okay i was pregnant with Juliet, and so time just goes doesn't it like yeah eleanor i have this bottle lamb Um, Eleanor. And I have a picture of me feeding her. She's sitting on my pregnant belly when I was pregnant with Will. Mm -hmm. Will's my (laughs) nine-year-old. And so I'm like, this sheep has been with me for my adult life, for like the part of Shay that's a farmer and homesteader. This lamb has literally been there with me. She's not a lamb anymore. She's an Mm -hmm. old lady. Bless her. I don't know mm. how much longer she's going to make it, but it just goes. Just yeah.
0: vaporizes. Fern is 11, I think. Wow. 12. Maybe she's 12. She's had at least 10 babies. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. She's she's an old broad, that one. Mm-hmm. She's so chill. She's just the chillest
1: cow. I love her. I'm totally mm-hmm. spoiled by her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I got a milk machine. I can't remember if I said this already,
0: but I got no. a milk
1: machine this year, a real one. Okay. Um. So we have always hand milked our cows. Mm-hmm. And let's see, we started, we got our, because we had a cow before we had Cece. So we've been hand milking a cow for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about 10 years. And um, I love it. I love being able to do it. But... It's not super easy, is it? <laughs> it's. it's dirty. I'm actually kind of uh, like my body is tired. Man. <laughs> it's, maybe I'm that's tired. It. like I've done this for ten years, and I like
0: between the gardening and just yeah. like some other like bullcrap aches and pains I got going on right now that are pretty consistent every day. I'm not. I'm excited to milk because I love it. I find it very like yes. therapeutic. Yes, it's super soothing. Um, but the physical aspect of it, like just talking about it, I swear it's making my hand hurt.
1: It does you it know does. you gotta get
0: get strong in that way again, and it's a uh, like as far as even like your fingers and your joints and stuff, it's pain. you can't escape, you have to finish the job, and then you gotta do it again <laughs>
1: like ten hours later, and yeah, you, yeah. you can't not finish so. I mean, we have non-farmers to keep- if you if you don't get all the milk out. So it, it works just like a woman. If you've ever lactated, when you start to stimulate that, they'll drop their milk. That means their bag will fill up. The flow will be on and you got to go, 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 go. You got to get that milk out. You have to strip them, which means you have to get all the milk out because mm-hmm. any milk that's left back in the udder can cause an infection can cause them to get mastitis. And so there's no half-assing milking. Right. Right. Period. Ever. Not one time. Mm -hmm. Not once. Right. So this year I invested finally in a real heavy-duty milker. Okay. Um, And my hope is, so our problem in the summer, normally we would try to breed her so we would go through the biggest rush of milk in the spring. But that's not how it Mm. worked this time. Mm Mm-hmm. So when we milk in the summer, it's bloody hot. And sometimes it gets dusty and sometimes flies are a problem and bees are a problem. And that's not super fun. I don't like throwing a bucket of milk away because a fly gets in it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so this is going to, I hope, really help to keep things super, super clean. Yeah. And then I also bought a butter churn. (laughs) because i'm oh. done with that stupid kitchen egg towel over the top having buttery milky regs constantly splashing everywhere forgetting it's on wiping butter off the i'm just oh it just i've yeah. done it for enough years and i know like if you've never made butter before that probably sounds really exciting but i've been making butter like this for 10 years no sprayed everywhere even with the shield <laughs> and, you know yeah, yeah. So, this is like a completely self-enclosed stainless steel, huge thing in there, like this screw-on stainless steel cap. You pour your cream in, you plug it in, and then when it gets to a certain viscosity, it just stops. Oh, lovely. Okay. Luxury.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We have a um, battery-operated milker because we don't have electricity Mm -hmm. out in the Mm -hmm. barn. Um. I, I liked it. You like I it? I like it. Like, if Joel's doing chores or whatever, like, I can put it on the back teats and then I can just power through the front because those are sure. be my favorites, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, have Have you introduced her to it at all? No. Or, like, the noise of it nope. <laughs> or anything? Nope, nope, yes. nope. It's going to be a rodeo. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> that first time, like, Fern hadn't been around an electric, like, a, a, a mm-hmm. milker in a good year. Mm-hmm. When we introduced, when I said, like, I got to have some. Plus, it was, you know, we have three weeks at least that are 17 below. Mm-hmm. That is painful when mm-hmm. you're walking. Oh, my gosh. You're like,
1: please be done. Please, please mm-hmm. be done.
0: Um, but, boy, we put those on her and flipped the switch, and she took off. <laughs> 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 it was, like, dragon, just going. I'm like, I just spent
1: $300 on that thing. Get it off her. It's like, she's just. <laughs> well, when we milk because we don't have a she's stand. She's not like as we, obedient as Fern is, so she's in a head catch.
0: Yeah, Fern's just in the su- like in yeah. the winter we put her we're in in the barn on the stand, but in the summer I just I'm just out in the I'm just, just out Wherever she is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just pull up a stool and a bucket yeah. and
1: yeah. Well, and Cece also hasn't been milked in 2 years. So that's going to be tricky. So yeah. I just said yeah. to Stew it's time to take her in, give her a little grain, wash her udder, and just kind of remind her of how this yeah. routine goes. Mm-hmm. She'll remember fine, but mm-hmm. that's a great... I didn't think about that, but that's a great idea to just to turn the machine on so she can hear the noise. Yeah. And she sometimes kicks at us anyways. I'm sure she'll kick it off because that's what cows can do, but mm-hmm. I'm just excited. And you know, all these years of homesteading, I've never... I've never not loved it. I mean, it has frustrated me to the point that I could just spit nails, I'll tell you, Mm -hmm. more times than I can count. I love it so much. I love it so much. Yeah. I went out to the garden this weekend and put together a little basket of stuff for my friend Jodi for her birthday. And I cut some beautiful heads of romaine. They're Mm -hmm. like... 18 inches tall, just like nothing you could see at the store. Just Mm -hmm. beautiful. And I had huge bouquets of dill and of cilantro. And then I picked her a bowl of our fresh strawberries, which just came on on Saturday. Nice. Picked her a little bowl of strawberries and put some eggs in a basket. And it just, like, I made her this little thing. And it was literally, you know, it's the cost... I'm like this is literally the most important thing I could give to another mm-hmm. human because it's representation of everything that we've labored for. Right. For a dozen years. You know, mm-hmm. the education, the learning, the adapting, the changing, the figuring it out. It's a special thing. Yeah. Um
0: that makes me jealous. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> I, we are, we have, these crows, they steal our eggs. We're not getting any eggs. Oh. It's, the crows, I, and like, who's got time to sit out there and shoot them? It just <gasps> kind of feels like we're on a treadmill right now. We are in a really bad drought, really bad. We had very little snow this winter. Uh, So that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And we have not had rain in over four weeks. And there's no rain on the 10 day. and. It's just turning to crisp. So the only thing that really has any color on the property is the garden because I run the sprinkler constantly. Mm-hmm. That's And so that's been discouraging. And then the deer broke my fence uh, the other day. I was uh, hysterical because they came in and just... All my lettuces. I had all my little patterns, you know, like I make my pretty checkerboard pattern. They, they ripped out every, they ate all the tops of my sweet potatoes. They ripped out, they ate all my spinach, ripped out all my lettuces. It's like I'm starting over and it's June 5th.
1: Oh. So, so feel sorry for me. (laughs) That's, see, that's one of those spit, nail spitting. Oh, I did.
0: I, I, I was like, I need the children to go because I am channeling my inner sailor it's a, and it's, it's about gonna come to come out man <laughs> it was so bad i i wept like bitterly because oh. what are you gonna do you're gonna go by it's june 5th you're gonna go to walmart and hope they have some dehydrated cabbage starts still you know mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah mm-hmm. and i didn't cover my lavender
1: did it all die
0: and it didn't snow So there was no insulation and it all died. So I'm ripping that out, replacing that. It's just kind of a bugger right now. Uh I just keep telling myself it, the beauty will come. The roses look fabulous. The roses Uh are thrilled. So I just keep telling myself it will happen. Mm -hmm. It's just hard like at this time of year to watch everybody else frolicking in it already. And we always have such a late start. And then to have a couple hits like that in Uh
1: your late start sucks. Mm -hmm. yeah and it's I don't know if this is a sign of like sin or what but it's genuinely hard for me when I'm having like a bad gardening day like here's an example I left Mm -hmm. my tray of pepper starts out in the sun for one day too long without watering Mm -hmm. them God forbid I just find the five minutes to sink them in the soil and they just crisped dead and I had been growing those since February and I thought Mm -hmm. you stupid idiot (laughs) Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I'm oh, te- yeah.
1: Um, I'm not a stupid idiot. I'm a busy mom and it happens. Mm-hmm. And so I just had to talk to myself and say, look, this isn't, this isn't of utmost importance. Right. Um, I did that. I lost a lot of
0: flats. I yeah. left them out one night. Um, I've made a decision for next year. I am not going to start seeds. I'm just going to buy plants. I'm going to mm-hmm. give myself a year off yeah so yep. I won't have to be obsessing in February about getting down to Green Bay to get potting mix and like I'm just gonna yeah I've never taken a year off of seed starting since I started gardening yeah and I just have been like under a lot of stress out there this the drought is actually really str- it's very stressful I'm sure you've I mean you have You're in a desert, so I know (laughs) – you know, you use the word irrigation.
1: Like, I don't use that word. Yeah, people don't know what I mean, and I'm like, no, you don't – If we don't water it, it dies. Yeah, It turns into sagebrush. (laughs) It's the same here
0: because our Mm -hmm. topsoil is so shallow, six Mm -hmm. six to eight inches. But I I have a little bit more give because once a week or whatever, you get a nice thunderstorm. Mm -hmm. We're we're not having that. You would not know this was the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Like – Half my birch tree is dead. Stuff is like brown on the edges. It's sad. It's really sad. Ugh. So I just thought like you've taken a few hits. You have like a little. It's been s- stressful. It has not been um yeah. like a warm fuzzy. Any any warm fuzzies for gardening, like I've captured them. They're on YouTube. <laughs> They're, <laughs> those were them. <laughs> those were them. Like that's yeah. the good stuff. Uh, yeah. This icky stuff I haven't really documented yet. Because, there are those
1: hard moments for sure
0: wow um so yeah just kind of looking ahead I just thought okay what if I'm gonna look at the next year of being a gardener um what am I gonna do well I'm gonna cover my lavender even if <laughs> I get frostbite doing it whatever it takes I will carve out the time mm-hmm. to cover it. it was just like Joel we gotta cover the, we gotta cover the lavender hey wait babe we gotta cover the la-. like never did it you know mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna I think I'm just going to go to the store one day and just buy the cukes, buy the cabbage, just buy what I need and just take a year off. Yep.
1: I did that this year, which was really hard for me as well, with storage crops. Mm. So I normally grow like at least a couple beds of carrots for storage. I normally mm-hmm. grow a huge potato patch, um, a ton of onions. And I didn't this year. Hmm. Are the beds empty? What are you doing? I'm putting other stuff in them. I'm giving everything a little bit more space. Okay. Which is reflective of my soul. (laughs) I this. Well, Stu, stu it's sort of Stu's fault because he said, look, the root cellar is in pretty rough shape. It's literally a dirt room under my kitchen. And I'm so grateful for it. I love it. Mm -hmm. But. It's pretty rough. And mm-hmm. so he said, look, if you don't totally fill it with everything, then I can get down there and put like just a dry laid brick floor down oh. and I can get you some built in shelves put in mm-hmm. so that we can have more space for storing things. But when you're bringing in eight lugs of potatoes and just bins and bins and bids, which praise the Lord, I'm so grateful that I'm able to do um, but it fills up very quickly and it doesn't turn over quickly. And right. so it just kind of creates this chaos. And, you know, we we were gone in two peak weeks of harvest last year. Yeah, and that was I'm tough. And mm-hmm. I'm still digging myself out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still cleaning out beds. So it's like you said. And look you don't have to be a gardener or anything to just recognize when there is a pocket where you have to just be a little gentler with yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you just a admitting that maybe you need help (laughs) in whatever way that may be. And just Mm -hmm. simplifying so that you can focus a little bit more on something else. I think I said this a few weeks ago, like we forget that that doesn't mean it's forever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't right. have to be forever. Mm-hmm. Angela taking a year off of seed starting and just buying her starts that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it just means she's going to have a little bit more time this next spring, right? And sometimes it's just good to remember that. I think. Yep.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I was proud of myself for the, the actually. The decision was easier than I thought. I thought about it, and I thought, yeah, you're going to do that. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, look, the world is still going. (laughs) Oh, look. look. (laughs) Yes. So after I was kicking myself and being all sad and mopey about my pepper plants, I called my brother-in-law, who happened to be in town. I said, hey, can you just grab me some pepper plants from Lowe's? He's like, sure. And then he brought them, and then that was that. (laughs) it was just the most... (laughs) Pathetic solution. It was just like, oh, that wasn't that hard. Here's $10. <laughs> right. I've yeah. been I've already invested four months into these plants. <laughs> yeah. There's obviously a benefit beyond the monetary incentive, or we probably wouldn't do any of the things that we do. <laughs> so um you have to cling to those as a homesteader. You gotta cling to those as a gardener. And you certainly got to cling to those as a homemaker.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, for,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, I'm not a homesteader. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have the equipment. I don't have the outbuildings. I don't have the time. Like, I, yeah. I'm to the point now where I, I told Joel, I'm like, I, I want to fix the crow. problem. We have to do something. I want eggs. I want tons of eggs every day. I love that. I miss that so much it's been such a struggle I'll take my eggs I'm gonna get I have a couple sheep left I'm selling my sheep I want my eggs I want my dairy cow and I want my beautiful garden and that's it maybe I'll be a beekeeper when I'm 65 I'm not gonna do bees anymore I live in I leave live in beekeeper land I can buy honey from someone I'm just like I it's just like that thing like just because you can. You know, I know how to do all the things. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do all the things.
1: hmm So. hmm Yeah. Um, and that's hard because seasons of life change. Requirements of our homes and our families and ourselves change,
0: frankly. I just find that my family needs more. <laughs> I feel like every six months, every three months, yeah. I notice they need more. More and more. It's not less. Yeah.
1: It's not like I'm bigger and so I need less. It's more. Yep. I I did a total non-Shay move thing. uh To the point that a friend pulled me aside and said, who are you? <laughs> what have you done? Really? Because I, I am – y'all know I love what I do, obviously. But, like, here I am not growing potatoes and not growing carrots. And I am driving my boys – into town two days a week to take jujitsu <laughs> and that you guys might be like, that's my normal Elliot's have opted out of basically right. all that stuff. My kids have taken piano since they mm-hmm. were in kindergarten, all of them. And we still do that every week. Just the last couple of months we agreed to for Georgia to take voice lessons and, oh, nice. but she has to wash dishes and pay for part of her lessons. But even still, it's an extra trip into town, which is mm-hmm. a, kind of a big thing for us because of where we live. But same thing. Like it was one of those moments where I was just lying in bed and I was like, "I want more of them mm-hmm. too. It's not just that they need more of me. Like getting yeah. to watch them grow up, not to be all just emotional about, it, but like, it is such a privilege. Mm -hmm. And I love it. And I love being around them. I want to be around them. I want to see them thrive. And, you know, Owen, Mm -hmm. especially, he's the 10-year-old. He is a very physical person, just super Mm -hmm. physical. And I thought, you know, we actually have an opportunity here to help to train him to use his body well, Mm -hmm. to be in control of himself physically. To be disciplined, to be around people who are better than him, (laughs)
0: to Mm -hmm. have
1: to submit to other people and other authorities and to follow the rules and all these kinds of things. And so we had a big, like, family sit down. Like, is this something we're going to do? And for this season of our lives, it felt like the right thing to say yes to for the boys. Right. And so here I am, like, meal prepping in the afternoon, going to jujitsu, (laughs) Bringing them back home like I'm doing the full American mom minivan <laughs> thing. But I'll tell you, like, watching them there brings me so much joy. Mm-hmm. So much. Like, I forget about the gas money. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great.
0: Doesn't that mean we can great. say yes
1: to everything,
0: but... right. Um, we're like in jobs, like so, oh, everybody's got jobs. <laughs> well, not everybody. I'm exaggerating. Aiden has his his gig, you know, so he's mm-hmm. constantly coming and going throughout the day. Um, but now it's like, okay, I'm driving Juliet to work, and today she checked me. She's like, "Excuse me, don't I get a lunch?" <laughs> She's like, "You made Aiden lunches." I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and amelie's trying to find something i'm proud of her because she just wants to do what she wants to do she doesn't want to go just get a summer job for the (laughs) sake of having a summer job you know so we're trying to find something up her alley and
1: yeah um Mm tomorrow is the big birthday so angela's oldest is turning 18 you guys if you know angela this is Basically being like, how about I just cut your legs off today? Right. <laughs> it's just pretty awful.
0: <laughs> it's pretty awful. Would you like me I? to rip your heart out? Would you like yeah, me no, just to reach in already,
1: and punch my already, hand through your chest? And <laughs>
0: already been done. I'm trying to just not. I'll probably lose it tomorrow, but I'm trying to just like not, even today, like just keep it, keep it together. Yeah. He doesn't like it when you start crying. Like, can I, I, make I make your favorite though? breakfast? I don't care. I'm going to work. <laughs> I don't care. I'm like, if you got to make it for
1: you, fine. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe he's turning eighteen. I can't. Either. He was such a little perfect little blonde, Shrubic. yeah, yeah, squishy yeah. little boy. Not long ago, dirty all the
0: time. <laughs> mechanic hands you know just (gasps) it's just dirty all the time bless his heart yeah i can't believe it joel we were talking today and he's like well we did it we got someone to 18 (laughs) it's like that
1: counts for something doesn't it like we we got him there but now it feels like it feels like aiden is gonna start the dominoes oh no Yes, that's it.
0: I mean, Julian will be 12, so I'll have four kids over 12? Yeah. What? Yeah. Amelie will be 16? I mean, that's...
1: What? Yeah, I just feel like it's just... Yeah, exactly. Just domino. Yeah, it's like, okay, then he does that, okay, and then a couple years later, which you know how that goes, Mm -hmm. then there's the next, and then there's the next, and you just Mm -hmm. have to hold your hands and just say, Lord... (laughs) Here they are. Mm -hmm. Here they are. I think this is so stereotypical of a parent to say, but there's just that piece of you that just, you want them to be sturdy. And at the same time, you want them to never have to go through all the things that you went through. Yeah. It's so (laughs) The things that made you sturdy and that made you wise. You're just like, please, please just listen to me. I mean Knowing- that's one that's like why I
0: fuss on them so hardcore because I know it's tough. Yeah, and I just want I just want them to know like I'm I'm in your corner and here's some food and
1: yeah. And when they look back on the time that they've had at home, mm-hmm. regardless of what happens in their adult life. It's a beautiful, mm-hmm. stable, comforting memory. Oh, sorry, sorry, I shouldn't have used that word. <laughs> it's okay. It's I'm, uh,
0: I'm I'm holding on for now, but it's a couple days ago I was really in a bad way and tomorrow's gonna be tough. Mm-hmm. And Yeah. And exciting. Like it's very exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So proud of him, but it's, I can't believe it. Like, wow, gee, thanks. That went by fast.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, wah wah. <laughs> Let's cue the wine music because. <laughs> okay. Oops. I want to tell you guys something really special that's happened with Dry Farm Wines. Okay um, and That's I need you to hear this because I think that this has value. It's, it's amazing Shay I I
0: what she is about to say, I it cannot be uh,
1: undervalued yeah, don't undervalue it. don't under this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know we as homemakers doing what we do, we do it because it's the right thing to do and we do it because we know it has value. And to me, that's what Dry Farms has done. So we want you to visit dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. And when you place your order, now remember, you can do whites or reds or both. You get to really curate your box of what you would like. You can tell them if you favor strong reds or um, maybe not thin, (laughs) lighter reds. There you go. Um, bubbles you can choose different countries of wines it's just so cool so go have fun and check it out but Dry Farms has really spearheaded they were not getting the action that they wanted to get in terms of transparency when it came to labeling ingredients Mm. in wine they have been advocating for this for a long time um, recognizing how important it is especially in a Culture of people with allergies for people to know just, okay. I'm going to drink this. What's in it? Pepsi has to do this. You know, your iced teas you buy from the store. Kombucha has to do this. Mm -hmm. For some reason, wines don't. And that reason is a ton of lobbying money because they don't want to tell you what's in it because they know you probably won't drink it. So, Dry Farms. There's a lot in it. (laughs) There's a lot in it. Dry Farms has taken it upon themselves to add nutrition labels and ingredient lists, just like the normal FDA nutrition label that you see on any food, onto their bottles. So, now when you look at them, it will tell you on the back how many calories there are per glass, how much residual is sugar. Leftover. Now remember, dry farm wines, they don't add any sugar. So the only residual sugar is any natural sugar that didn't get eaten up in the fermentation process. But they're not adding in artificial sweeteners or white sugars into the wine. And that's why you typically get an alcohol percentage that's a percentage or two lower than your normal wine. Um, And so when you look on the back now, and you know what it will (laughs) say? Organic grapes and native yeast. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) And that's why we drink them. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And if you don't know all the funky, like from fish bladders to, what was another really gross one? Well, obviously food coloring. Yeah, food coloring. But what there was another, the fish bladder thing was disgusting, the whole filtering with that. Well, they use egg whites
1: a lot to filter out sediment. Two, um, which mm-hmm. again, I don't have a problem with egg whites, but if you have an egg allergy, you probably do. Yeah. Or you're vegan or mm-hmm. you know whatever. Yeah. So I yeah, just love it because it's, it's such a stereotypical, like be the change you want to see in the world. And you get companies like Dry Farm and this is how things change. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden the consumers start demanding. They're like, well, mm-hmm. hey, this wine company tells me how many calories or how much sugar or what ingredients? Why aren't you doing that? What have you got? I love to it.
0: <laughs> it's I think it's great. I, I just and like at a cost to them, obviously. New labels. Yes, big cost know. to them. Yeah. Yep. For sure. So there you go. Okay. So this is what we had over the weekend. So uh you did say, right, that they can order red or white or
1: rose or whatever. Okay. And and it's important um, real fast mm-hmm. to remember that you can just try it as a one time order. So this right. doesn't need to be a subscription thing. You can have it delivered as often as you like, or you can skip months. You can set it up however you want. So there's a lot of flexibility yeah. there. There you go.
0: Cool, cool, cool. Okay. And dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. If you've never ordered, you're going to get a bottle for a penny. Maybe you'll get this one. Le vélo de ma grand mare. My grandmother's bicycle. Yes. Okay. This is a Bourgois from, uh, which is the Loire Valley. near no, the Loire Valley in the Loire Valley. Um, and it's a 100 Cab Franc. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually got two of these in my box last month. Saved the bottle so I could show it on the show. Uh, Here's what it says online. Exotic spices, baking spices, hard cheese, blue cheese, chili, Mm -hmm. hot and spicy, pungent cheese, potato. These are all the things that would go with it. White rice, herbs, tomato-based pasta, mushrooms, onion, shallot, garlic. So, like, obviously, lots of flavor here. This wine can stand up to a lot of flavor. Turkey, pork, duck, venison. It's a good one. Yum. This is it. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. I love Cab Franc. I do too. This is uh yep. Have you ever had this one?
1: hmm Okay. Yep. I recommend it. Yep. Uh, Very good. Angela red wine approved. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> um so I did something today. Okay. I, I don't know what made me think of this. <laughs> I finally... So if you guys are familiar with Jovial Foods, um, I've worked with them for years and went to Italy uh, with Carla, gosh, four years ago maybe. And she was really foundational in me learning how to make way better bread with einkorn. <laughs> yeah, in baking. I in mean, baking. Just her... She was the most perfectionist-driven person I'd ever met. And... Mm-hmm. I just, the whole time we were there, I just picked her brain and picked her brain. And we went to an olive oil kind of factory and tasting where jovial bottles are olive oil. We went to see the einkorn farms. And so I had a lot of time with her just driving in the car. And I was just like frantically taking these notes in my phone. Um, She unexpectedly passed away two years ago and... Guy Raz, who does a show, it's somehow affiliated with NPR. I don't know. I don't listen to it. But, of course, as soon as she passes, everybody and their dog sends it to me because they knew we were friends. And they're like, you should listen to this. Mm. And I couldn't. Couldn't do it. That was, no. Because he actually recorded with her, I believe, six weeks before she passed. And published it after the fact. Because he hadn't even gotten around to editing it yet. Um, but today I was able to listen to it. All of a sudden it was just like, here we are to, over two years later. Mm. Now's the time. Like you can do this. And it was so fun to hear her voice for starters. And I'm doing my very best to not be all weird about it. <laughs> Choking it back. Um mm-hmm. She has such a neat story of how slow the grind is. <laughs> hmm. So she, I don't mean, know, I, I want you to go listen to it. If you just search Jovial Foods on Spotify or whatever, it'll okay. come up and you'll see her. But, um, you know, she... Are you going to unpack that expression though? I want you to unpack it. Yeah, I'm going to unpack, unpack okay. it a little bit. So okay. Carla's grandparents were all Italian immigrants Um, So she was raised in Connecticut, and basically her dad got cancer when she was fairly young, about 16, and it was one of his last wishes to go to Italy, see their family, and see it again. So she travels there with him and one of her brothers. He's pretty sick at this point, and she just falls in love with Italy. Hmm. And it calls to her like a siren song, and I was like, I there's not that many people who know what that feeling is when you're like I can't it's pulling me in I don't know there's yeah. nothing to be done here I'm powerless mm-hmm. anyway her dad ends up passing away she decides to go study abroad in Italy she meets her husband she convinces her husband to move back to Connecticut with her they start a business it doesn't work they I mean it this You know how these people have complicated stories. Mm. They ended up moving back to Italy, back to Connecticut, back to Italy. Mm. And my thought when I was listening to this was just that was a real, full, daily experience for her. And we get so worn down by our real daily experiences. Mm. So I was thinking, gosh, how, like you had to pack up all your stuff and ship it to Italy. Mm. And then you got to sell this and then move here. And then and then her mom gets sick. So she has to move back and they end up living with her mom for three years and she's her caretaker. And how that could have on the surface felt like this great defeat, like, but we were just trying to get this business going and now we have to sell it and duty calls, you know and mm-hmm. she and she had such a great attitude about it like it was my privilege genuinely my privilege it wasn't but that's not my best life i've got i've got like mm. important stuff going on over here mm-hmm. and what you realize is behind in this case a finished product right just like a package on a shelf there is a whole life of experience that happens before that Mm-hmm. And I think you and I see that in a different way, right? So we've talked about this a lot. And I don't mean this in a grumbling way, but people will see a piece of you. Uh-huh. And they'll think they know the story. hmm Yeah. And it was just really fun. It was just fun to feel like after – oh, I can't do After years of not, like, getting to talk to her at all to feel like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's, like, it was, like, getting um, to have a new conversation a little bit. Okay. You know? It was just really fun. Just so relevant to the work that I feel like we get to do as homemakers. And Hmm. keeping perspective of the long story. (laughs) Right, right? Like right. your kids aren't going to be potty training forever. <laughs> You're not right. gonna be packing lunches forever. like it's it's a longer story than that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. people have stories. People have stories, and man, we just we don't really treat them that way, right. Uh,
0: I think it's really easy, too, to get caught up in this. Um, for me, it is. Uh, like, waiting for the next thing, looking forward to the next thing. Um, instead of, I hate the expression being present. But, you know, like, oh, I'm mucking through this, but this is coming. This stage is coming. I'm mucking through potty training, but something, but but soon they'll be potty trained. I'm mucking through a move. You know, like it, we we say this a lot in our house to each other as husband and wife. We say these are the good old days. Mm-hmm. We just we just are trying to remind each other all the time. These are them. Like stop pining for something in the future. Stop pining for next Friday. These are the good old days right now.
1: Even though they're really really hard, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm yeah yep that's very true and it's a good reminder i realized that um real fast before we get off Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. remind me of what i'm gonna say which is about maintaining just say that word and i'll remember what i was gonna say (laughs) i don't trust my brain right now (laughs) Mm -hmm. um jovial reached out to me a couple of months ago and I'm going to be developing new einkorn recipes for them. Carla left an unfinished einkorn cookbook when she passed. She was just finishing up the last of the recipes. And there are incredible people who work at Jovial. Um, not all of them are einkorn bakers. <laughs> you know, they have mm-hmm. other, they, they're they there for different reasons. Right, right. And um and it was really neat because when I met with them, they were just like, so, you know, you know how to use sourdough starter and like, you know, Carla had this special starter and we would love to like send you some. And I'm like, I got this. <laughs> Carla gave me her piece. However many years ago that was, I don't even remember. And I have spread it mm. to thousands of homes. So mm. it just feels really, really exciting. Um. Anyway. OK, so phases of life. Do you remember going through those years where you're like acquiring and building Mm -hmm. where you're just like, oh, we need a couch (laughs) or wouldn't it be nice to have a a deep freeze, like a chest freezer or getting a savings account set up Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. an SUV that fits all your kids or like, and you get good at it. You got really good at it. Like, shopping estate sales, right? Or like mm-hmm. making do. It's such a different phase than the one we're in now, which is like how do I take care of all this stuff well? Right. No one talks right. about that. Maybe they Martha don't. Stewart. They go they sort <laughs> I think
0: no, I do feel like they kind of go from from the acquiring phase and then the uh sell everything and buy a townhouse when you're retired phase. Yeah.
1: And like, nobody talks about, like, the middle part. Yeah.
0: I was staring like at like, my
1: couch cushions, and I'm like, okay, I got the couches. So my couches before have always been, like, Goodwill couches. Right. Okay, So I didn't really care. I was like, just throw a blanket over it. But I bought new couches for the first time last fall, and I'm like, how does one clean a couch? <laughs> how often do I rotate the cushions? Like, what am I supposed to do with this thing? Mm-hmm. Or like keeping things exciting in your house by just moving them around, because right. it's not you just can't go buy new stuff, nor should you. Just be constantly, mm-hmm. constantly buying stuff. It's a weird. It's weird. That's um an art form, for right? Sure.
0: And again, we say this all the time, like as homemakers, we have this privilege of always being able to learn something new. So
1: they're leather, right? There's No, one's velvet and one's like a canvas kind of.
0: Oh, why did I think you got leather ones? Oh, okay. Well, how great. Now you get to learn <laughs> how to care for that. Mm-hmm. Now, now you get to learn all those like nitty gritty, really good homemaking tips. <laughs> like mm-hmm. when to flip them and...
1: Mm-hmm. yeah it's totally different or like rugs if you just buy like goodwill or target rugs and they just get yeah. st- there's no cleaning them right really i mean you can try but it's so different but now i have all these beautiful collected rugs and like you have to take them outside and clean them every once in a while
0: yeah i i, my, I have daughters telling me it's time to turn the rugs mom
1: yeah. Turn the rugs. They're gonna get sunshine spots. <laughs> right. You Need to turn the rugs. Right. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. We're taking really good cares of clothes. Turning your mattresses. Like scrubbing the grout on tile. This is all new stuff for me, because you just go through so many years of not doing that. Or like rental well, houses. I mean, we lived in rental houses for. Yeah, ever. and it's multifaceted. It's.
0: It's all the things. It's renting. It's being in a rental Mm -hmm. phase of life. It's being in a young children phase of life and not caring or not, or consciously like not investing in certain things Mm -hmm. because of young children. It's, you know, it's moving. It's all, Mm -hmm. all the reasons. And then you get to this point where you're like, oh, I'm like a grown up here. (laughs) I did it. Here I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, Shay.
1: You're not in survival mode anymore. Right. This had, mess. a friend tell that's me once. On, that's on you.
0: Oh she told me. She's like, you're not poor anymore. You don't have to take the hand-me-downs when somebody drops them off at your back door because it overwhelms you. It's too
1: much stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. It's hard to unlearn those lessons, though. Yeah. It's hard to unlearn that. We collected, like, broken, weird things that people would be like, oh. I mean, it just needs a new spark plug or, oh, this just needs this crack fixed or whatever. No, no. Remember my no. word <laughs> just. No, no, no just. <laughs> and it took a couple of years of like taking that stuff to the dump for us to finally be like, okay, we don't need to do that anymore. Right. There was a time where that was our lifeblood. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I will it take was it. It such a blessing. Here's a grill. It. Here's this. Here's that. Oh, my
0: God. Goodness, yeah, we, we were here. Are these snow boots—you so just need to so put a little duct times. tape
1: on the back. Fine, I'll do it. <laughs> it. Comes in all different colors, so I
0: could probably even make it match. Oh, it's so yeah. true.
1: Oh my god, it's so true. And I'm discovering new little pieces of that every day, and having to face this new piece of my character. Mm. You know, where you're like, I'm not going to say I used. My little kids is an excuse, but I do think I did for some of these things. Yeah. And not that it was an excuse. That was reality. But now I'm like, my habits aren't as good as I thought that they were. Mm-hmm. You know, and Yeah, I I, I feel
0: that. I'm I would like to slow down. Like I, I would like to take better care. Because I am fussy. I like things well cared for. Like, mm-hmm. I would like to not have fingerprints on my computer screen. I'd like to be mm-hmm. that person. i you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know where that time's going to come from. I know. To clean out my car and do that kind of thing. But I, I don't want to have dusty light bulbs. You know, like, <laughs> I want to just, just graciously. I think it's gracious living, really. I think you get to the point where you're sort of out of the trenches, like we've talked about on the show. And I'm not saying that life isn't hard. I'm not talking about like older parents or sickness or financial. I'm just talking about living graciously, like with what you have. Okay, now how do I care for this? Well, because you've invested time, you've invested money. Even if you don't have a lot, your your possessions they they're just possessions, but they act, they do matter. Mm-hmm. You you spent money on them.
1: Yep. So. Well, that's the thing. You um, don't want to take, you don't want to have yeah. to rebuy it necessarily. Right. Like we don't talked about, I be, like to buy new things. I'm not an anti right. new right. buyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a different, that's a different thing.
0: Here's a new word Anamoya, which means the nostalgia for a time you've never lived in. Visit Anamoya Jewels on Instagram or at AnamoyaJewels.com. For vintage and estate jewelry from the Victorian era, the Art Nouveau movement, and more. And use the coupon code Homemaker Chic at checkout for 10% off. It's spring, so why not treat yourself to a beautiful piece of estate jewelry? New items are added daily over on Instagram, so you are sure to find something you love, maybe even the perfect piece for this upcoming Mother's Day. Anamoya Jewels and their beautiful estate pieces are new to the Homemaker Chic podcast sponsor family, so visit them on Insta, make them feel welcome. Installment payments are available and 10% off any treasure you find with the coupon code HomeMakerChic at checkout. Visit Anamoya Jewels.
1: That's A-N-E-M-O-I-A. If you'd like to get premium organic cotton, heirloom quality sheets at 20% off, we want to encourage you to visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com forward slash Chic 20 Homemaker Chic listeners know that the linens Angela and I both use in our homes are American Blossom Linens, and we invite you to do the same. This is a wonderful and simple way to set the mood of a clean, thoughtful, intentionally put-together home and bedroom. These dye-free sheets and linens are a beautiful way to dress your bed in something sustainable, high-quality, and really beautiful. Yes, American Blossom Linens is a small business. They're American-grown and made. And yes, they're made with organic cotton and sewn with a smooth, soft weave and made to last. Whether you're looking for crisp linen sheets that fit snugly around the corners of your mattress or plush and soft towels for your bathroom, blankets, or even duvet covers, you can shop all of American Blossom Linens' available products at AmericanBlossomLinens.com forward slash HomemakerChic20. So I I was also thinking about this with my car. My car Mm -hmm. is not starting so well right now. When you mm-hmm. crank it over, it's like duh, 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 and you're like, are we are we, are we gonna do are we gonna do it? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. But it's 15 years old mm-hmm. and it has a lot of miles on it. It's had a lot of kids and pigs and sheep and calves and hay bales and grain bags and azer orders and vomit and poopy diapers and spilled uh-huh. lattes. And it has seen a lot of life. We've had it for 10 years almost so oh, yeah um we bought it before SUVs cost 100 million dollars and we what the heck i don't know <laughs> just like
0: people criticize people me about my stove costs. i'm like how are you guys driving
1: this you could buy five of my stoves for the cost of that suburban right <laughs> it blows my mind like well it's it doesn't even it's out of the question for us no, I can't. Okay, I can't so afford that? Yeah, no, I can't. The suburban that. has been. Are we have an old suburban? Our suburban has been paid off for a lot of years, and so other than maintenance, mm-hmm. she's just our girl. <laughs> she just keeps on going. Get and, rust? No, we don't get rust here. <laughs> we don't get rust on our toilets or our bathtubs or our cars. No. What? No. No rust. Mm-mm.
0: But you have winter. Why don't you have rust on your car? That's not fair. <laughs> I like that's where I play the snob card. Like I'm not driving a rusty vehicle. Okay. <laughs> and my vehicle has rust. Where? Like how? Like along it's got it like when I first step in, like along there. Okay. And then there's a pocket. It's a Midwest thing, I guess. It's why people up here they'll like fly to Georgia. To buy a car, <laughs> buy a vehicle and drive it back home because I, I guess it's the salt. Do you guys have to use salt on the road? I don't even really sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what that is then because it's a it is a Midwest interesting. Thing. Yeah, um, I hate rust. I will drive an old vehicle. My mine is sorry, I got something in my eye. Uh, mine's not what is it like a 2000 it's either a 2007 or a 2011 or something like that it's mm-hmm. old it's got a bajillion miles <laughs> on it
1: um my brother and I'll and drive it and
0: got hit drive it into the ground but I can't stand the rust oh I can't stand it no
1: yeah I don't like a car that breaks down because like I drove this old Bronco mm-hmm. if they made a Bronco that wasn't a million dollars that could sit six people that would be my oh, car so when day. they re-released them I'm, I'm just sure. like <clears throat> but I drove this huge lifted Two-toned brown Bronco.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: loved it. I love Broncos. Yes. Bronco bro. Ford, will you please sponsor Homemaker Sheep Podcast? <laughs> but <laughs> um, it broke down all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. I was just driving it once home from school and it caught fire, like flames were coming up through the hood. I mean, I have been broken down on the side of the road so many times. And that is my threshold. As a grown-up or as a kid, as a young driver, where you're even more scared that. and even more vulnerable. The overheating. I, we have to have mine a was always car. an overheating.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I do so much driving. Yeah. I mean i I do 800 mile trips all the time. Yeah, I have to have a yeah, yeah. It has to work.
1: Yeah, but I just when we last bought a car, they didn't oh, I cost seventy five thousand dollars. I I just That's, I'm looking at these stickers and I'm like, am I? What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, what understand. What kind payment
0: is that a month? Like, is that like an eight hundred dollar card? Payment? It has to be. I don't or even know. Or more? Because I we 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 financed ours for a couple years, um, like and then but like smushed it together. Mm-hmm. But like the minimum payment. On ours was like four hundred mm-hmm. on it, and I think, like I'm a seventeen thousand out the door kind of a girl.
1: <laughs> What's it gonna take if you What's if you want a, if you want help
0: buying a vehicle? I'm your girl, man. I'm ruthless. Poor guys, like let me get my sales manager. I'm like, no, 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 out the door,
1: not with all the extra fees. Mm-hmm. Like no, all- <laughs> we're walking. <laughs> well, and I'm like. Old school in the sense that I think like cash talks, not that I have cash for that anyway, but in theory, cash right. talks <laughs> like they, they don't, don't care, care anymore because they, they make so much anymore. money on the financing. Yeah. They're like, nah, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. They don't, they, that doesn't, they impress don't them even anymore. like bargain anymore. Mm. That's weird. It's a new car culture out there. New car culture. My brother-in-law got his Subaru hit, and he had to take it to a body shop, and -hmm. they wouldn't work on it because it was a 2006. They're like, you need to take it to a classic car body shop. What? That's not
0: even vintage. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'd use Subaru and classic (laughs) in the same sentence.
1: Isn't that nuts? Yeah. Angela's talking to her family, not to me. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I heard, hey, Ma. Ma, where are you at? (laughs)
0: Meatloaf. When they do that, I'm like, (laughs) I'm at my office. When they use the preposition at the end of the sentence, it makes me crazy. Mostly my husband does it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Mm. Um, There was something that I was thinking about taking care of, and I thought, I need to ask Angela this, but now I can't remember what it was. Oh, rats. I keep
0: thinking somebody's <laughs> going to walk in. They're <laughs> not. I just hear boot stomping out there.
1: Uh, what You don't know what it was, huh? In the Shoot. House? I was telling that I was telling that car story for a reason. Okay. So we've we got this is our car situation. But I'm like, you can still have pride (laughs) in your vehicle. Like it doesn't have to be where water bottles spill out when you open the door. You know what I mean? And like I do like nice clean things. I really do. I really do. And so I told Stu, like, okay, we don't have a car payment. We gotta give her last her last few years, they gotta be good for her. So Signified. she needs <laughs> she to go to out in dignity. Exactly. So we like, literally opened we the truck door the other day and like
0: bub bub cans of uh, uh. carbonated water uh yeah LaCroix, whatever. Like just cause yeah. I took the kids to the show to the drive in and I went into the pig for smart pop and like the popcorn and um carbonated water and sure enough we opened the door when we got home and they just tumbled out like mm-hmm. it, we'd looked like alcoholics or something <laughs> and like it looks like this is so embarrassing
1: <laughs> yeah there's yeah there's certain pieces like that that again i think i probably blamed that on my kids a lot more than i should oh no have. it's my kid's fault no it's my kid's fault it's my kids are you kidding my- me holy cow
0: mm-hmm. i can't we just went on a trip <laughs> last weekend. Totally, Joel totally detailed the truck. I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you. Look at it. It's beautiful. You can, like, you; it's clean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Utter destruction. Now, he was all upset. I'm like, babe, you know, you got six kids in a suburban, 400 miles one mm-hmm. way. Okay, we're stopping at Trader Joe's. Some of them want Culvers. Blah 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 blah. There's burrito wrappers and artwork, and you know, like it's just every. I'm like, what are you, What are you gonna do? We tried. We brought a garbage bag. We tried for about forty five miles. It was like, here's the garbage bag. Put your garbage in it. <laughs> but then you know, it's like you buy yogurt and. In the cooler bag, and then it turns lukewarm, and then they don't put it back in the cooler bag, and the bananas they're smushy from sitting in the sunshine. It's just really bad. It's just really
1: bad. When was but the you know, last my trick time, for time all of your eight people were in a car for that many hours? Right? Was that We don't even weird drive to church together. It was so
0: weird. You're like, I so thought, we're all like, here. We're all gonna contained. Be like, getting out of the driveway, there was. I thought there might be murder, but then. We got going and we left at 5.15 in the morning. Pretty impressive.
1: No kidding.
0: Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted your thought. It was a doozy. No, we don't, I mean, we. it was, I, I, I'm in the front seat like, this is awesome. Um, I didn't really care because it's just to have them all together with me, mm-hmm. I didn't really care how much they were squabbling,
1: but yeah. The hard part about suburbans is when they're fully loaded, you can't hear the kids in the back. And you just hear oh, this no. like muffled note and, you're, and finally you have to be like, I can't hear you! Yeah. It, yeah, I probably did that a few times.
0: It's like at one point, it got so heated, and I just looked at Joel. I'm like, you know what? In France, the passengers are allowed to drink alcohol. <laughs> just so you know, I could be having a gin and tonic right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, it's tough. Those, um, we took our kids one time... We were going to make memories. Maybe some of you who have little kids can relate to this. But you did. I was like, I'm feeling it. You know, I think I had just weaned Juliet.
0: And it was Mm. like,
1: okay, we're on to the next stage. So we take them to this really special Christmas shop. And we let everybody draw somebody else's name. Okay. So everybody's going to pick out an ornament that they think the person whose name they drew would like. Uh Uh-huh. So Stu and I are taking. It's I think overpriced. you called me on the way I home. I think I did. This is an overpriced Christmas store, but it's in this Bavarian town, and it's really special and fun. It was a. Mm. It was meant to be this whole experience. By the time we got home, one ornament remained. By the time we got home, and it's like twenty miles away. <laughs> it's not that far. It's
0: not even that far. And
1: everybody's just ripping everybody's throats out. And it was just like so much for it. was That was an $87 memory bankruptcy is what it was. It was just so bad. And it just made you realize like, I, I'm those sort of like, I don't want to say it's forced, but these ideas of what you're supposed to do, I'll tell you, our best family memories are when like, we're all just grilling meat and hanging out on the patio like listening Mm -hmm. to music or something (laughs) maybe there's a gin and tonic involved i don't know maybe maybe not but like we're just hanging out and it's sometimes the lord gives you that really gracious like ability to kind of suck back from the moment and just say oh wow look at this Mm -hmm. this is this is one of those moments
0: yeah that's a you know like as far as aiden turning 18 like that that's where my heart is breaking the most is there's just less of those where we're all together. Yeah. So much less between work schedules and friends' houses and friends getting out invited over for dinner for friends. I mean, when we're all together, I'm beaming. Even if they're being nasty to each other and annoying, like in my heart, I'm so happy just to all be in the same space. Mm-hmm. It seems to just happen less and less and it breaks my heart. And I didn't like, I have to figure out like as a mom, like how to mask that or, or work through it myself and my own time emotionally, because it's still a family for the little kids. Like they still need to feel like just Mm -hmm. because one, just because one is missing, like, doesn't mean like the whole experience is over as far as our family goes, you know, that's, those are like the waters that I'm going to have to be navigating like over the next decade. (laughs) five to ten years and that's really disconcerting for me like it's weird to me they still deserve like that familial experience when i'm over here going but it's not anymore Mm -hmm. it's over because someone's missing you know
1: interesting so the age difference between aiden and junior is 11 11 years Mm -hmm. i mean that's not even that much plenty of families have that kind of distance so this is obviously mm-hmm. something that's had to be navigated yeah by a lot of people but again it's like one of those things people
0: don't talk about i remember once rosemary said when they were like when we were uh before we moved here and we were kind of all together and um she's like you're so lucky like that they still will all do what you want to do and run errands with you mm-hmm. and go where you want to go and it's not fragmented yet and i just looked at her i was like oh that sounds terrible (laughs) fragment Mm -hmm. that sounds awful i don't want that Mm -hmm. and now here i am and um even just like the discipline of like eating at the same time like the the family routine like i feel like i'm having to fight for it like keep it and that's important i need to that's important for the younger people's sake um
1: yeah. Where do you feel – is it like mealtime? Is that where you kind of feel that the most for, yeah, like for it the youngest? Like,
0: you know, like when your husband's out of town and you're like, woo, whatever. Um, we're not you know, eating. Like-
1: just everyone have a piece of toast for dinner. Exactly. <laughs>
0: so it's kind of that mm-hmm. – it's similar to that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a similar feeling.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always have likened myself a very like self-motivated person, but like when Stu's gone – i'm like i am a big sloppy mess what but do you and i really think like, you really
0: are or do you just think you're like not that you're performing but you are you are keeping an environment an environment to serve him yeah okay well, that's yeah. what i'm doing yeah um and so I when that know. when that service isn't required i mean uh joel and aiden went to see george Strait this weekend and i was like let's go get carry out <laughs> I took a two-hour bath. <laughs> I Then I watched Mrs. Maisel, like, four episodes while they just played Legos. I'm just like, nobody. Weird, I didn't even talk to anyone that? for, like, six hours. I'm like, you guys are on your own. Here's, Can
1: we watch something? Yep. Go ahead. And I guess what, if you like, knew it was permanent. No, I wouldn't look like adjust. that permanently. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Stu's, so he's, um, he's going to his brother's bachelor party and i'm already just like preparing for him being gone because i'm just i i'm just kind of ooh, discombobulated i guess mm-hmm. and i do i guess you're right it is performance isn't the right word it's the but closest like, but it yeah
0: but it it, it <sighs> is like it's it is a different form a different performance of hospitality the way you care for your husband and your family. Mm-hmm. It, it It is, and you can tell because of the way you unplug when mm-hmm.
1: some of them aren't around. And I think yeah. I care for Stu a lot. So, like, when he gets into bed at night, like, I want the bed to be made. I want the sheets to be clean. Now, I mm-hmm. enjoy those things, too. But, like, when he's not here, I'm like, nah, <laughs> It's fine. I don't need to make right? it. It's fine. Right? And isn't <laughs> that Maybe I, w- I mean, I would if I lived alone. Like, I've lived alone before yeah. I was very good at keeping my places just neat and yeah. tidy and beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. But especially, I think it's especially just a, the food. I think it's a,
0: uh, yeah, I just think it's a a bit of a day off. That's
1: what it yeah. is. You know, it's just let your chin hairs grow long.
0: <laughs> my gosh, Shay. <laughs> I looked in the mirror yesterday. <laughs> I hadn't really like looked in the mirror much for a few days. You know? <laughs> and I looked and I'm like, you, you cannot leave this room until you attend to whatever is happening on your upper lip. You, you can't run to the pig. You cannot subject anybody to that. It was so bad. I looked like some sort of a character from like The Princess Bride or something. It was so bad. I've never waxed my
1: upper lip. Does oh, that make you feel good? My
0: goodness. <laughs> I like to really? tell her
1: things like this you guys so that she just Yeah, oh, no I haven't. So I don't really get anything here. mm Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, these are like jet black like armpit hairs. I mean, they're bad. They're just really bad. Can you and let pluck me guess them your out? armpit hair is blonde. No,
1: I can't pluck them out.
0: Why? They're nuclear. No, no. How do you say it? Nuclear? Nuclear.
1: Nuclear. <laughs> no, my armpit hair is not blonde. Does anyone have long armpit hair? I don't Would armpit know. hair just grow? Like how long
0: until it stops? Well, that's how I wonder about bikini hair. <laughs> like, is it going down to my knees at some point if I'm I don't not understand. maintaining? I don't understand.
1: You shave it off; it grows back. So I'm like, do you just want to grow to a certain length, and then you're fine? Like, how long could this go on for? I think it
0: does sort of just peter out. I didn't do it. I let mine grow all winter.
1: Ew. But, why? Yeah. Why?
0: Because I didn't I don't care. <laughs> I think I I think I waxed them for France. I was like, well Which is the ironic, which is ironic. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: Yeah. Really? Yeah. So like this weird social experiment just to see? I've never seen you with unkempt dust. I'm just, in, I'm just surprises care. me. Yeah. I don't know. It was winter. Just let it let her stay warm,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but not my legs. Let nature take its course. I would never not shave my legs. I'm not that person. That would be really bad. Hello, lovely homemakers. Are you ready to style your home like a pro? Then it's time to join the Old World Design Society. You can do that by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com for your spring home design inspiration. Join my Old World Design Society now for as little as $5 a month. You will have access to one design class a month, a private online forum full of professional designers and amateur home stylists just like yourself. You can learn from them, become friends with them, and you can choose to include a print or digital magazine with your society membership and watch your stylist skills grow. Become a member today by visiting oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com or simply head over to the Homemaker Chic Instagram page and hit that red circle that says design. It's time to learn how to elevate your space and improve your knowledge of antiques and history and style your home like a pro. Visit oldworld.parisianfarmgirl.com. The Spring Magazine is shipping now and it's gorgeous and classes are ready
1: for you to join us. Hey friends, Shay here. If you've been needing a bit more encouragement and inspiration when it comes to cooking delicious food, I want to personally invite you right now to join the Elliott Homestead cooking community. Visit cook.theelliothomestead.com to get started. For the past four and a half years, I've encouraged women in the kitchens with whole food recipes and instructional cooking videos. As a cooking community member, you'll get five Farm Fresh inspired recipes each month created from my farm kitchen and delivered straight to you. I'll also send you an instructional cooking video to go along with each recipe so that you can learn new skills and begin to enjoy new dishes and flavors on your own table. Together, we'll cook dishes like burrata salad with prosciutto and lemon, baguettes, rigatoni with potato and peas, ricotta donuts with homemade lemon curd, green vegetable minestrone, and so much more. The Cooking Community is a place of inspiration and community where you can visit with other home cooks on our circle group or simply enjoy the bountiful recipes that you'll find each month in your mailbox or inbox. Visit com right now, choose the membership package that fits your needs best, and let's get cooking. Hmm. Yeah. It's kind of a cultural thing here for women to not... shave their legs. I mean, everybody manages their body hair different, which they're entitled yeah. to do. But especially like a little bit further west from where we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just a certain... Vibe there their hands. legs? Legs, their armpits. armpits. Sure.
0: I don't care. I don't feel like why I don't quite understand why women feel like they have to whack take care of their armpit hair. Like even though I think it looks nicer to be clean. But like this pressure to do it, I think is like kinda of crappy. Mm. But the legs are I don't want to say that.
1: <laughs> hmm. That's funny you feel that way.
0: I also feel that way about women's mustaches though too, when they let when they don't take care of it i'm like could you just please i don't want to see that
1: it's just like, i mean just
0: think about how much different we would look oh no we've had this conversation it would be bad
1: it, it would you be see people really like bad. in portraiture back in the day mm-hmm. like they're not drawn with mustaches
0: yeah so were the people like that were pretty really really pretty you know like sometimes you meet a woman and you're just you just think oh my gosh like yeah you have it you have the symmetry you have the clear skin yeah nice you have teeth the fine, the fine bones the nice teeth <laughs>
1: and then there's the rest of us just if you're wondering Sasquatch. what part of the line I would be on I would be on the the other Sasquatch. line the my other niece line. who's young she's six Mm -hmm. or seven. I can't remember. She had a front tooth that grew in completely. So normally your tooth is like this. It grew in completely sideways. And this is a permanent tooth. So one's facing forward like normal. And one's at like a 90 degree flip. So it it looks sheer from the front, but it's a full tooth Uh just turned sideways. So she's getting braces on tomorrow to flip this tooth frontwards. And I just told my sister, Ty said, Ty, a hundred years ago, <laughs> yeah, she wouldn't have had any options, right? It would have just been like, right. "This is your tooth," and she is a beautiful, sweet, tender-hearted, sympathetic girl, and she's like, mm. "Yeah," she just, she wouldn't have been able to smile. <laughs> she just, <laughs> poor thing. Oh my, goodness. it's so sweet, delicious I guess. I mean, I would have been dead. Stu would have been dead. So maybe they just didn't live long enough to get. Most of them didn't live mustache long enough hair. to get
0: mustache <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, I would not. It would not be good.
1: Hmm. <sighs> well, here we are, ladies. <laughs> I'm staring at a bed that needs to be made. Some sheets that need to be washed, some laundry that needs to be folded. I'm sure all of you have some to-do lists as well, but we're really grateful. Uh, We're grateful to American Blossom Linens, of course, for sponsoring this podcast. They've been with us since the beginning. So if you're looking for some sheets, towels, washcloths, beach towels, all kinds of wonderful things, go shop their website. um, And you can use the coupon code Homemaker Chic. 20. 20 for 20% off. That's very generous. So you get to yeah. go and shop these really high quality products for your home. I'm going to go fold some American Blossom towels. <laughs> They're so thick and lush and I love them. Um, and take care of some home things. But we're really grateful to you for, sp- for um, not for sponsoring. <laughs> we're
0: really grateful to you
1: for listening. <laughs> Listening to this show. Thank you for listening. You may prop some of you were probably unfolding towels while we were having this conversation. Right? That's when I listen to podcasts when I'm like scrubbing fly poop off of windows and pulling dead leaves off of plants and all the fun things. Wonderful, wonderful things that we get to do as homemakers. Builds our character. <laughs> Is that what it does? Yes. That's exactly what it does. That's exactly what it does. It makes you sturdy. Yep. There you go. All right, ladies. All righty. Thanks for joining us. Like Angela said at the beginning, make sure you go follow us over on Instagram, Homemaker Chic Podcast. And all of our sponsors are over there. Their discount codes are on there and just really easy clickable links are on there. So if you don't want to fuss with remembering what a name is or what a code is, just go to Instagram and you can find everything there. Really easy. Cool, cool. Okay, ladies season finale next monday yes ma'am okay we'll see you then cheers cheers